Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm going to get up on my soapbox here for maybe five minutes. I do want to talk about the other games and Super Wild Card Weekend. But last week, we talked a lot about the decision to put this game on Peacock. And Rob, I'm not sure if you cut the audio or not, but we had Peter King on the show, and he said that he believed they were going to get between 15 to 18 million viewers for Saturday night's game. They did 23. It was the most streamed event in the history of streaming. You guys know what this means. Oh, they're about to go real crazy next year with the streaming. What upsets me the most about it, and it's not that people watch the playoffs. Like I'm not stupid to think that people weren't going to sign up for the NFL playoffs. It was that they cut a promo basically thanking you for giving them more money. Mike Tarico, this is shameful work from you, my friend. What a scene last night as the Chiefs began to fetch their Super Bowl title with a 26-7 win over Miami, a night memorable for many reasons. So many unforgettable images from the fourth coldest playoff game in NFL history and the passion of NFL fans added to the record books. An average of 23 million people stream the game on Peacock, making the first ever NFL playoff game to be exclusively streamed the most streamed event of any kind in the U.S. ever. Super Wildcard Saturday was also an all-time record day for U.S. internet traffic, with most of those people interacting with NFL content online. Congratulations to our Comcast and NBC Universal teammates, and thanks to Commissioner Roger Goodell and our partners at the NFL and all the fans on this record-setting collaboration, a milestone moment in media and sports history. <laughs> a milestone moment. <laughs> they thanked us for buying their pay-per-view. That's what they did. They thanked you. I don't want to spend too much time on this. This is not what today's show is about. It's about celebrating the postseason and celebrating the Chiefs win. I am telling you, this is bad. They just put one game behind a paywall. They are going to keep doing this because it works. It worked. And it didn't work a little bit. It was an overwhelming success. It would be like if you were a business, and let's say that you had been charging $20 for whatever your product was. And people kept telling you, Hey, you know what? You can charge a little bit more. People are willing to pay a little bit more. And you're like, you sure? Like, yeah, you know, you can easily go to 25, 30. And then you go to 30 and you don't see a decline in your sales. You see an increase in your sales. 
You're going to raise the price again. They're raising the price on you and I. I wouldn't be shocked if they make an emergency. Hey, we're going to put the NFC championship game on Peacock now. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. This is really bad. Congratulations to NBC that we love the NFL so much that you were willing to give them an extra six to seven dollars to watch the Chiefs game. Congratulations to Roger. Then he he thanked us. What I didn't do anything. All I did was click buy. All I did was click purchase. Next year, uh, Amazon Prime is also getting a uh, playoff game as well. So we'll get a Amazon Prime and Peacock game uh, next year. So salute to them. I really think that next year they are going to put a Thanksgiving game behind a paywall. Uh, you know, they do that game at night. You know that one? I think that game's going to be on Peacock next year. I think that's going to be one of the big schedule talking points is that's like an easy one. You know, people will pay for it. You know, people will sign up. They'll give you a really good game. You'll be like, I got to see this. I think one of the Thanksgiving games is going to be on Peacock next year. All right, enough of that. I don't want to talk about that anymore. I just wanted to at least play that audio for you guys. We could talk about this. This is far and away the best defense that Patrick Mahomes has had, right? I mean, is it possible that they could ride the D? The defense? Okay. Listen. (laughs) We could talk about that if you want to. uh, If you want to. All right, this is what I do want to do. Let's get back to very, very serious things. Rob, give me a little bit of NFL music and let's go through the other three games that we have seen. And we are leading up to the game between Pittsburgh and Buffalo. We will do live look-ins to keep you guys updated on who the Chiefs would play in the divisional round of the postseason. All right, let's start with the first game of the weekend between the Browns and the Texans. You know what I think the theme of this weekend was? I think the theme of this weekend was Whatever your strengths and weaknesses were, they come to the top. As great of a story as Joe Flacco was, Joe Flacco threw 10 interceptions and six starts. He was a turnover machine. Now, he was a great story and nobody expected it, but Joe Flacco had a turnover problem before Saturday. Those things always seem to come up in the postseason. Miami hadn't beaten a lot of good football teams this year. Guess what they had to do to advance? They had to beat a good football team. They couldn't. Dak Prescott, you got to overcome your postseason demons. He can't. The postseasons hold a mirror up to you, and they show you what you are, both good and bad. We know what kind of team the Lions are. We know what kind of team Kansas City is. The playoffs are an example of that kind of toughness to me. The playoffs also show you what you are aspiring to be, and they also show you why you are not in that position. C.J. Stroud is a star. He is not good. He is a star quarterback in the National Football League. That outside of the big three, Drake, Kendrick, and Cole, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow, If you told me that C.J. Stroud was the fourth most valuable quarterback in the National Football League, I wouldn't fight you. Lamar Jackson is about to win two MVP awards. If you told me that for the next 10 years you would take C.J. Stroud over Lamar Jackson, I would not fight you on that. I'd rather have C.J. Stroud than have Brock Purdy. I'd rather have C.J. Stroud than have Trevor Lawrence or whatever quarterback you were going to throw out there. 
C.J. Stroud is different, man. We talk so much about that Cleveland defense. That was very fraudulent, by the way, on the road. First playoff start. Threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. No interceptions. Been cooking. He has played incredible their last two weeks. I know the game would be at home. I don't want to see C.J. Stroud next week. I know you got to beat a good team. You got to beat a good quarterback. C.J. Stroud coming to Arrowhead would worry me just a bit. Now, I'd rather have that than going on the road to Buffalo. But I'm telling you, you want to talk about house money? Nobody believes in us. C.J. Stroud, that's the energy he's coming into Kansas City with, potentially. It will be a very, very fun game. That Texans team is actually very scary. I'm with you. Like, I don't know they score 45 against the Chiefs. The Chiefs defense is probably more of a threat, especially on the road. But... You know, there's always a game in the postseason where you got to win via shootout. The Chiefs last year won in a shootout over the Eagles. The Chiefs in the 13th game won via shootout. Shootouts eventually happen in the playoffs. You don't just grind everyone to dust. You do eventually got to get some offense cooking. The Chiefs have the offense to keep up with C.J. Stroud is a scary thought. And in a weird world, I actually rather see Buffalo because I know the Chiefs are a player or two away from getting them. And the Bills will be on short rest. So C.J. Stroud terrifies me as a Chiefs fan. Cleveland had a good season, but Cleveland, as I was just saying, like the, the postseason puts a mirror up to you and shows you what they are. The same way that the Dolphins were a completely different team against good teams and bad teams, that's the exact same thing that Cleveland's defense was. At home, Cleveland might have the best defense in the league. When they had to go on the road, they were one of the worst defenses in the league. They have over 30 points per game on the road. I mean, Houston just absolutely sliced and diced and carved that team up. Let's talk about the Cowboys and the Packers. Jordan Love also has a chance to be a star in this league. Jordan Love threw for more yards this season than any season that Trevor Lawrence has. He also threw for more touchdowns this season than Trevor Lawrence ever has in a year. If Trevor Lawrence was having the season that Jordan Love is, they would be arguing that he was the second best quarterback in the National Football League. I am not saying that's what Jordan Love is, but he had an incredible first season as a starter, and they went on the road against the two seed and smoked them boys. He's doing this without a true number one. He's doing this with Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Dontavian Wick, Aaron Jones. The Packers have been one of the most surprising and impressive teams. That's a team playing with a lot of momentum right now. I actually like them to cover against San Francisco. I'm digesting the cover against San Francisco. I think they're going to cover. They're getting nine and a half. That's a lot of points. I just don't know right now if you're beating this Green Bay team. Not with the way their quarterback is playing. I don't think that they're beating that team by double digits. I mean, Kyle Shanahan owns Matt LaFleur. Like, owns him. Kyle Shanahan kind of owns a lot of people. That's fair. Uh, It's 3-11 on Monday the 15th. Why does Mike McCarthy still have a job? That team was lifeless yesterday. It wasn't good. That team was DOA, dead on arrival. It wasn't good. You know who's available? Jim Harbaugh. You know who's available? Bill Belichick. You know who's available? Mike Vrabel. You know what all three of those guys are? Massive upgrades. I have been saying it. I'm not alone, but I have been saying it. Mike McCarthy, big dumb dummy. I say it a lot. He's not very good. He is exactly what you talk about the Dolphins being. He gobbles up 
regular season wins like you wouldn't believe just vacuums them up and then in the postseason they don't look so good in the light he is not going to be employed very long there's no way jerry jones who looked white hot with rage in his booth in his box in his suite went down to the field and said mike we trust you buddy we're going to stick with you too many good coaches available i'm surprised i haven't had the breaking news sounder he's fired yet the jokes after the cowboys game they were so good they were just so good someone said that they haven't seen jerry jones that mad since ruby bridges was trying to sign up for school i just i spent half of my evening just laughing at the cowboys and all the jokes that were coming in just in a very enjoyable experience for the rest of us i'm not telling you anything that you don't know is it time to have that conversation about dak prescott we were talking about Dak Prescott being NFL MVP less than a month ago. We were having that conversation. Hey, could he get back in this race? Hey, you see the kind of year that he's having? This was the best version of Dak Prescott that we had ever seen. He was terrible yesterday. I don't care he threw for 400 yards. I don't care he had three touchdown passes. If you were saying that, you didn't watch the game yesterday. He was terrible yesterday in the game. He could not have been any worse than he was yesterday. We got to start having a conversation about Dak Prescott because I've been trying to hold on. Maybe some of you already knew this about Dak Prescott. I have been trying to hold on with Dak. I don't know what I'm holding on any uh, anymore for. He stinks in January. He's good in October. He's great. He's top five in September. He'll go out there. Bat, 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 bat. I'm going to start to get cold outside. And the games start to get more important. That's not the same version of Dak Prescott that we saw for most of the season. You know what? Sunday night football was just fun. I don't really have that much commentary right now on the game. I mean, I do, but can we just acknowledge how fun watching the Detroit Lions was? You saw Stafford's toughness, Puka Nakua was incredible this season cooper cup kyron williams that offense and someone just had to lose and jared goff i think might be the most disrespected player in the league all jared goff has done for the last two seasons is make plays he has taken a team to a super bowl and people were ready to throw jared goff off to the side i think the lions are going to the nfc championship game i think they are beating whomever they play in this next round. I don't care if it's Tampa. I don't care if it's Philadelphia. I will be picking the Lions next week. And the Detroit Lions are going to play a game, in my opinion, for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. We have never, ever, 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 ever had the opportunity to say that. Let's get back to the Chiefs and Dolphins coming up on the other side and Super Wild Card Weekend. Also getting ready for Steelers and Bills. Mitch Holtz is coming up in 45 minutes. Keep it locked in right here. It's the drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esqually Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The home of the Royals is 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Before we get back to very serious football things, there's two topics that I want to discuss. Number one. Why does Taylor Swift bother people so much? I am not a Swifty by any means. I could maybe name four, six songs. You know, she's got a couple of bops. I don't mind that trouble song, little shake it off, bad blood. I wouldn't go to Taylor Swift's concert. I'm not a Swifty. I'm not a fan of. She is not bothering anybody. Any story that I've heard about Taylor Swift from people that have met Taylor Swift, has always been a positive story. Hey, Taylor was cool. She go in normal. She speak to everybody. She's cool. You would think someone who is the most famous person in the world would maybe have a sense of entitlement. I have not heard a version of that story from anybody who I've met over these last few months that has run into Taylor Swift. Every story has been positive. All she does is go to the games, cheer, have fun, go back home, and mind her own business. She's not doing nothing to me. She is not bothering me or you or anybody in attendance. Everybody seems very happy that she's there. Everybody in the booth, it seems like a great time. Kelsey's mom is there. Brittany's there. Kelsey's pops. I ain't seen Kelsey's pops this much ever. Think of the whole Super Bowl run. We never, I didn't even know his name. Now he's having fun. He's at the games. He's, everybody's happy. Why are you unhappy about it? I don't care what dances they're up there doing. Let them swag surf or crank that or do that. I don't care. Why do people care so much about this Taylor Swift stuff? What is it? Are, are they mad that she's happy? What do they want? I could see if you heard a story or there was something on E or she was mean to somebody. I, she's not even talking to people. She goes, they get the same shot in the same hallway every time. Hey, she waves to everybody. We see what she's wearing. Jacket was flames, by the way. She goes up to the suite. She cheers. She watches the game. She was high-fiving people, and she goes home or over Travis's house. I don't know where she goes. I don't care where she goes. Leave that woman alone. She is not bothering anybody. Seems like a moving target for the people that hate on this. I didn't see any social media complaints about Eminem being at the game in Detroit. Have you heard any beef with the fact that Brian Cranston is a Rams season ticket holder? Remember last year when the rock was at all those Ram or the Super Bowl year when the Ram- the rock was at all those Rams games. I don't remember any complaints. Oh, the rock is ruining football. I can't watch that. Seeing him on my television. Yuck. 
I don't remember those conversations ever happening. Do people watch Laker games and just spit because Jack Nicholson and Adam Sandler are vibing on the front row? Why is Taylor Swift so angering to people? And it's not even like she acts like she's a part of the game. Now, I know it's different because you and I watch the NBA. Drake was sitting courtside interacting with players and officials. My guy, you're doing a lot. Spike Lee, you guys tell me how much you love the 90s NBA and how great it was and how you wish the NBA was like the 90s. Spike Lee is going back and forth with players. She up at the 50-yard line in the box. She's not bothering anybody. Leave that woman alone. (laughs) That's all I want. They're not even showing her that much. Okay, the Bears game, they showed her a lot. Now, it also was a blowout, and it was kind of surprising that she was there. Like, oh, man, Taylor Swift is at the Chiefs game. Since then, she's been at the game 10 times. She sits in the same place, and that's it. That, that's all she's doing. I just, I, I, just, I just had to say that about Taylor Swift. Maybe you guys are tired of Taylor Swift. I, 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 it, I just don't care either way. If she doesn't come to any more Chiefs games, I, I'll be fine. I'll be all right. If she keeps coming to the games, great. She looks like she's enjoying it the same way you guys were enjoying it. They played the song. They were dancing at Cool. I mean, I've been in a suite at these events before. It's actually a lot of fun to be in a suite for some of these events. It's a great time. All you can eat, all you can drink. You got a great view. It was warm. I, it sounds like a really fun time. I wish I was in the suite. Instead, I was at the crib watching it by myself. I will say, I am going to giggle and maybe a, a hair annoyed when high fours become a thing across the city. Yeah, that, I ain't doing that, bro. That's, that's, it's coming. Y'all can, I'm just saying is, I don't want to, if that's what you do to me, I'm looking at you like you're weird. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. I don't want to participate in that. Yo, just, you know, just, no, here, g- give me dap. Just, you know, a little fist pump. Let's go on about our day. I'm not high fouring anybody. No, I'm not doing that. If that's what y'all want to do, cool. I'm not here to stop you. I don't want to interact with that. That's not the energy that I have. Hey, give me a high. No. Taylor, go sit down. Go sit down. Here, go get you one of them Aramark cookies. Here, I'll go, I'll go get you a chicken tender and some ranch. I'll go get you that. Would you say if someone tried to high for you, they're in trouble? Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, let's just move on. Seems you like you got gotta bad take blood. It. You always got to take it one step too far. Every single time you got to take it one step too far. You know that that was ridiculous. You know that there was no reason for that. I want to play for you something Mitch Holtis said last week. Mitch Holtis will be on the show in about 30 minutes. I started. So I went 21 years without a postseason win, right? Not until 2015. Wild long card. Time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I went in 95, 97. You probably got Nile Davis a Christmas gift that oh, year. You got I'm, him something. I'm, I'm, I sent him a gift. It's like the Bobby Bonilla payment by the Mets. I sent, <laughs> I sent him something every year. Uh, 95, 97, 2003, 2006, 2010. There's another year I'm in there missing. 95, 97, 03, 06, 2010. And then coach and his run, which he's been here 11 years, only missed one. That's 10, so 15 years. But here's why it's big for me. I started 1-10. and 10. If the Chiefs win Saturday night. You'll be at 500. I'll be at 500. You'll be at 500. I'm 13-13. That's, that's what this really saying. will be about. That's right. Then they got to win next week. You can go over I go 500. Over 500. <laughs> that's right. Win next I'm telling week. you, dude, it's they a big deal for me. 
this tweet comes from Rainy Jazeerly. Shout out to Rainy. Before Patrick Mahomes' first playoff game, the Chiefs franchise record in the postseason was 9-18. and Now, I know that some of you Chiefs fans have done a men in black, delete, flashy thing for the pre-Mahomes era, or some of you maybe just started cheering for the Chiefs over the last three, four years. I'm not here to judge you. But for those of you that remember how it used to be, you never associated the Kansas City Chiefs with postseason success. They didn't have it. They didn't win a playoff game in the entire 2000s. They didn't. They didn't win a playoff game in the late 90s. Some of the better Chiefs teams that we've seen, they didn't win. The fact that we have seen the Chiefs go from playoff utility to playoff greatness in our lifetimes is remarkable. They were 9-18. and 18. You don't get back to 500 in five years. You got to go on a run. <laughs> They've played in 15 postseason games since then. They've won 12 of them. And the losses they've had, they've been in the AFC Championship game or the Super Bowl. They don't even have, like, a, a disappointing wild card loss. Like, the your number one disappointment the last five years was they had a bad second half in the AFC Championship game. The Cowboys had a bad first half in the wild card game. Their game, they're terrible. I, I really do hate people like, oh, man, you got to enjoy this and savor the moment. You don't know how good you have it. No, you, if you've been cheering for the Chiefs for 10, 15, 20 years, if you've been cheering for the Chiefs your whole life, that's not a message you need. You know how it was before Patrick Mahomes got here. I mean, Andy was here. They had Andy. They had Tyreek Hill. They had Travis Kelsey. And they couldn't win postseason games. And then they drafted one player and everything changed. And then they became the 90s Cowboys. They became the Patriots. They became the 70s Steelers, the 80s San Francisco 49ers. They became one of the greatest franchises in the history of the National Football League. That's how incredible Patrick Mahomes has been. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey, Chiefs fans, it's Patrick Mahomes. Catch me every Monday with CDOT during the season on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Just want to update you guys on what the plan is for Patrick Mahomes. He will be on the show either tomorrow or Wednesday. We are unsure, obviously, who they are going to play. So they could play on Saturday. They could play on Sunday. Once we have that picture, we will then know when Patrick Mahomes will be on the show. But at least wanted to give you guys an update. I know he usually comes on Monday after the game. He will be on the show this week. But again, just depending on what the plan is going to be. It is 0-0 between the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Early three and out for Pittsburgh's offense. That will probably be a theme today. They are punting the ball to Buffalo. It's 12-35 in the first quarter. So obviously a lot of football left in that one between those two teams. Appreciate you listening here on 610 Sports Radio. We will keep you updated all day on what's happening between Pittsburgh and Buffalo. It is 0-0, 12-35, a change of possession. Buffalo gets their first possession of the game. You guys know that I love my relationship analogies, right? You know I love them, right? Some of you are in a very happy, loving, committed relationship. You guys have kids together. She is the only woman you know. You love her. She loves you. You are going to be with that woman until the Lord calls you both home. I'm going to guess there's some strengths and weaknesses that are attached to her like any other human being. And even with being with this woman for 10, 15 years, some of the things that she still struggled with, she's still struggling with today. And you just learn to live with it. And you just accept her for who she is. You know she's indecisive about where she wants to eat. You know that. But you know what? You guys are just work together that you just manage it at times. You know that. Some of you are with somebody that's just chronically late. They're not any better at it. They're just always running 10, 15 minutes behind. Some of you are married to the clumsy girl. You know exactly what I'm talking about. She just always running into something. How? <laughs> Where's that bruise on your arm? And then it's, it's a, a wild nonsense story that you don't want anything. Like, okay. All right. I, babe, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I asked. That's McCole Hardman. We have seen this is year five of McCole Hardman. He is never going to be that deep ball, deep threat, big play player that the Chiefs think he can be. I am not saying that he doesn't have a purpose. I was telling Rob this earlier. He was like, well, you wanted them. I never said throw it to him down the field. I never said that. You can get him involved. Little end around, little jet sweep, little direct handoff. McCoy, little screen play. He can't track the ball. He can't. I don't know how many times we have to see that. They tried it three times on Saturday night. It failed all three times. That's not who he is. My theme for the Chiefs is we can talk about what we think they should be or really focus on what they are and how to continue to make that their strengths. This is not a big play down the field, big passing offense. I know you would think with their quarterback and with their, you would think that's not what they are. I don't even fault them for trying it. In that game, you try. You take a deep shot. You throw it downfield. You make a play. I I don't have any problems with that. Just not to McCole Hardman. It's just, it's not going to work. He has a role on this team. He's screenplay guy. 
Put him on punt return. Put him on kick return. McCall Harmon can help you. Sending him on go routes and fly routes, I, it's not going to work. It, 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 it has honestly never worked. From the first training camp that I saw Patrick Mahomes throw it to McCall Harmon, and he was yelling at McCall, you got to keep running. You got to run through it. They've, for whatever reason, they've just never been on the same page. And I don't know why the Chiefs thought that Saturday with the ball being rock hard, and the, I don't know why they thought that was the day to go back to that well, but stop it. Please don't do that again. That's my McCall Hartman PSA. Did Chiefs fans forget who McCall Hartman is? Yes, they absolutely forgot. Because everything you just said, I could have found a game from last season, basically any game other than the Niners game, cut a segment from the Monday after the game and hit play. And we would have had nine minutes to ourselves now because what McCall Hartman did last year, the year before, the year before, and the year before is what happened yeah, Saturday, excuse me, not yesterday. Just because McCole Harmon got repackaged after being put on ice in New York, after not gelling with weirdo darkness retreat Rogers, he did not come back to Kansas City a new man. He didn't return as Tyree Kill 2.0. He didn't get traded back and they had found George Pickens. No, what they had found was the exact same thing they had always had. McCole Harmon's issues are McCole Harmon's issues. I don't know why Andy Reid doesn't know them. He seems to highlight them in play calling. He quits on plays. He can't track the ball. He and Mahomes never seem to see eye to eye. And yet, Chiefs fans were fired up about Hardman after a week 18 blowout of Easton Stick because he looked good. He is who he is. All those issues are the issues he's always had. And they're not being fixed at some point this season, last season, or any season. Please use him in jet sweeps only, but not on third and one. Don't do that cutesy jet sweep to Harvin the lost four yards on third and one. Use him on jet sweeps that no one can see coming. Don't don't get cute on third and one, Andy. Other than that, stop it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I didn't even I didn't even mind the little cutesy end around. I didn't. I know you want me to be mad at it. I wasn't I wasn't mad at it. I really wasn't. I wasn't mad at it. I just stopped throwing it to him on go route. That that's it. We don't got to spend a whole lot of time arguing it, debating it. We, we, we really don't. Stop it, though. Don't do it again. It's not the best thing you can do. It's not the smartest thing you can do. You should just, you should probably just stop it. You should probably just discontinue it. I want to read to you guys something that the general manager for the Miami Dolphins had to say. So, you know, they had their year in, you know, we lost press conference. You guys know what I'm talking about. And they were asked a question about Tua and the general manager for the Dolphins. His name is Chris uh, Greer. And Chris Greer said that the goal is to have Tua in Miami long term. So Tua has one more year remaining on his rookie deal. They use the fifth year option. So that's what this upcoming season would be. And that the plan is to extend his contract this offseason. I don't know what I would do if I'm Miami. I think they are in a really, really difficult spot. I think that Tua is a good quarterback. I do. I know what I've said about the Miami Dolphins, but I, I think that Tua is a good, capable quarterback in the National Football League. This season, he threw for more passing yards than any player in the National Football League. He completed 69% of his passes, had 29 touchdown passes. I, I think Tua is capable. 
He's 25 years old. He stayed healthy this season. He got him to the playoffs. I think Tua is more than capable. Are you winning anything of importance if Tua is your quarterback? Like, are you going on the road and beating Kansas City with that guy as your quarterback? Are you going on the road and beating Buffalo? Can you win your division with Tua? Can can you do anything really meaningful that kind of sticks to your ribs if Tua is your starting quarterback? And the fact that we have seen four seasons of Tua and don't have a definitive answer to that kind of answers my question. I don't know what Miami is going to do. I don't really care too much what they said at this point. Like, talking, you can say whatever you want to say, but you can say whatever you want to say. But at some point, they are going to have to make the decision on if they want to commit long-term substantial dollars to Tua. Now, would I give him the Daniel Jones contract four years, 160? That's, That's about in line what I would do. I think that they are in a really, really difficult space. I think they have a good quarterback. I don't think they have a great quarterback. And I think if they made the decision to not keep him long-term, I think that's a decision that they might end up regretting. We got a touchdown from the Buffalo Bills. Dawson Knox catches the first touchdown of the game. Dawson Knox, his sixth career postseason touchdown. That's all Dawson Knox does is catch touchdowns every single postseason. He catches a touchdown in the back of the end zone. Buffalo takes a six to nothing lead. We'll see uh, pending the extra point if they take the seven to nothing lead. But Dawson Knox back of the end zone, wide open. Josh Allen finds him. And he does the Orchard Park leap. We'll get that audio call for you so you guys can hear it here coming up in just a bit. But we have a touchdown from Dawson Knox as they take a six to nothing lead in the game. Let's see if they make the extra point. They did make the extra point. Buffalo on the board first, seven to nothing, seven oh two remaining in the first quarter. Buffalo takes the seven to nothing lead over the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in the first round of the playoffs. So, Rob, this is what I was thinking about the game. And maybe you disagree with this. I don't really think that Saturday's game was anything new from the Kansas City Chiefs. Like, I didn't really get the feel that the Chiefs had turned some corner. I don't think they need to turn the corner, though. I think you saw all of Kansas City's strengths in Saturday's game. I also think you saw all of Kansas City's weakness in Saturday's game as well. The strengths, their quarterback is incredible. They are a very, very well-coached team. I think you saw that in this game. Very, very tough, physical team. Rasheed Rice is dynamic. Travis Kelsey, still one of the better tight ends in the National Football League. Didn't have his best game, had a couple of drops, but still a reliable player in the middle of the field. Isaiah Pacheco, like all the things that you like, about Kansas City, the defense, George Karloftis, Chris Jones, all of the positives shine through in the game on Saturday. Like, I can't say that enough about it. That's why I'm so optimistic. The formula, you saw it. Rice, Pacheco, Kelsey, great defense. Patrick Mahomes, go out there and be the best player on the field. I think you saw that Saturday night. Didn't we also see the weaknesses too? This team's bad in the red zone. I just don't think that that's correcting itself. Two things usually happen in the red zone. 
either they stall, just outright stall. They are moving the ball. They're getting the ball down the field. Mahomes is making a couple throws, and then they get to the 20-yard line like, ah, and they forget what they're doing, and then they settle for a field goal. Like, that's happened. I can give you six games off the top of my head that's happened so far this year. Or they score a touchdown. A little screen play, a little run play, a little Rasheed Rice, Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey. Everybody's cheering. And then you notice there's something yellow on the field, and you're like, all right, who is this on? Oh, this is on Juwan Taylor. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. That's who they are. I think Saturday night you saw the Chiefs. I don't think that there is a much better version of this year's Kansas City Chiefs than that one. Is there a worse version? I guess. But I think that's them. I don't know what the Chiefs A game looks like against playoff teams and whether you got to go on the road and you got to play Buffalo where something is just going to go wrong because that's football or you got to play a top five quarterback next week in CJ Stroud and that offense and that piece where you play your A plus game. I don't think they need that to advance or to be one of the better teams in the National Football League or to navigate this single elimination tournament. I don't think they need that. But I didn't learn anything on Saturday night that I don't think we already knew while watching this team over the course of the last four months. That was Andy Reid on a bye. That was the Chiefs, the healthier team. That was the Chiefs, the more disciplined team. That was the Chiefs, the more physical team. I felt like I knew all of those things coming into the game. Maybe this is just my feeling that I've just never been that high on Miami. And I feel like, hey, I was right. I, I've been saying that all season. We've seen them against Kansas City twice. That The Chiefs are just clearly better than the Miami Dolphins. I don't really feel like I learned anything or gained any new information. If anything, I think the Chiefs just continue to at least show you, hey, this is the formula that we need to win. And now it's, hey, can they potentially do this on the road in Buffalo? Can they do this on the road against Baltimore, potentially in the second round? But there was no new information gained, in my opinion. I called it, you know, a see-what-you-want-to-see kind of game. Because people who believe the Chiefs can go to the Super Bowl and believe they have the defense and believe they have the formula and believe they have all the ingredients, they just got to tighten some things up, saw exactly that. The Chiefs had one turnover, but it was an oh, by the way, didn't impact the game in the least bit turnover. They pounded the rock. They gave the ball to their stars. And you know what? They scored 26 points. That is, while their defense shut down one of the most prolific offenses in the NFL. That is a see what you want to see kind of game. But people like me, who are more down on the team than others and don't believe they are Super Bowl good, we also saw the flaws. They were penalized a lot. They had a lot of drops, and it wasn't drops by everyone's least favorite wide receiver, Kadarius Tony. Travis Kelsey had the dropsies on three, Saturday. Yeah, three he had th- they had three. They have red zone problems. They are kicking field goals, and that is who they are. Can you kick field goals and beat Jake Browning? Can you kick field goals and beat Tua? Absolutely. That's what you can do. Can you kick field goals and beat Josh Allen? Can you kick field goals and beat Lamar Jackson? Can you kick field goals and beat the Niners if you have to? I don't think so. Are your penalties and your issues eventually going to get highlighted in a bad way and cost you? Potentially, I think it was a see-what-you-want-to-see kind of game. If you look through red and gold glasses, you loved Saturday. But if you look at the wider scope, the issues they've had still existed. They just 
They played against a lesser opponent. But you want to know where I guess I'm really encouraged. And you're right. If you want to look at this as a see what you want to see game, that's fine. You know what didn't happen? Patrick Mahomes didn't have an interception. Every game this season that he has not thrown an interception, they've won. Every game. That's what I led with on Friday. We can talk about the drops. You're going to have drops. You and I both watched the postseason. You got drops on the lines, drops on the Rams, drops on the Packers. That's football. Nobody's saying you got to go out here and play perfect football over the next three weeks. That's not realistic. You're going to have a penalty. You're going to make mistakes. That's football. They were doing that when they were winning Super Bowls. That's going to happen. Can this team protect the football? I do not care about the fumble at the end of the game from Clyde Edwards to Lair. The game was over. That fumble, that penalty, that it had nothing to do with the outcome of the game, positive or negative. It just it never happened in my mind. They have won every game this season in which Patrick Mahomes has protected the football. Every game. It's only been six of those games. They're six and oh. Rob, imagine if he can do that for three more weeks. That was the big difference. Mahomes didn't make any dangerous play. He didn't try to do too much. He stayed within himself and the offense. They highlighted the run game. Now, they got up big in this game. You're right. And a lot of that is causation, correlation, and they were able to dictate tempo and dictate the style of fight for much of the day. That was the best version of Patrick Mahomes they have gotten this season. We talk about trust. He doesn't need to trust MVS. He's not trustworthy. They took a couple of deep shots, and for the most part, they got the ball in the hands of their playmakers. That's all they need to do. They got it to Rasheed Rice. They got it to Travis Kelsey, and they got it to Isaiah Pacheco. I can live with that. I'm perfectly fine with that. I don't need their offense to be anything else than that. Mahomes didn't throw an interception, and their key offensive pieces played like it. Rice had eight for 130 and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey had seven catches for 71 yards. Isaiah Pacheco ran for 90 yards and a touchdown. If they do that next week, I don't care who they play. They win the game. If they don't turn the football over, if they run the football effectively, if they can get good versions of Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey with that defense, they win. But usually what has happened this season is a ball gets tipped and interception happens. Now they're down 10 to nothing, and now – They eliminate Isaiah Pacheco themselves because they changed their game plan. They were able to execute their game plan for a full 60 minutes against Miami. They dominated Miami. Coming up on the other side, we will be joined by the voice of the Kansas City Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, will join us coming up on the other side. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 